Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. The latest show goes after hours. The Beyond Swanky Podcast with Kennedy Lucas brings out more for our Lucas Nation fans. Tune in for reviews, topics, and even special guests. We go beyond the swankiness as it's juicy as hell with our DJ, DJ Lupezzi, playing nothing but the hits on the Spotify podcast version. Live from our studio of Swanky Studios, it's the Beyond Swanky Podcast with Kennedy Lucas on Atlanta's number one stations Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6 radio station listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify iHeartRadio Audacity Apple Podcast Stitcher Podcast Google Podcast YouTube and more tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show. Our stories from our studio to your ear. It's the Beyond Swanky podcast with your host Kennedy Lucas on Swanky 93.3 radio station. The Heat 94.6 radio station. Yo, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back to another exciting podcast. This is the Beyond Swanky podcast season two. I'm one of your host, James Myers. We've got our main man, KOP Kennedy Lucas and Monica Gray here in the studio. Welcome back to another exciting podcast. It feels good. Feels good to be back. I know we took a day off, right? Kennedy, you said you had to take a day off because you had meetings and you had other things going on yesterday. And there was no way you were able to make it into the studio yesterday, but that's okay. But I felt kind of sad because... I like doing this and when we even take a day off it just feels like eternity when we when we're off but rest assured ladies and gentlemen we're back it is march 22nd wednesday glorious wednesday middle of the week hump day welcome to an ex- another exciting podcast hopefully I, hopefully you guys are ready for uh another great one yeah that's actually my bad y'all um <laughs> Yesterday I had a so yesterday I had a lot of meetings going on yesterday. Uh, I don't know what it was. I guess it was just the, the 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 feeling of it being Tuesday. And I say time and time again on all of our radio shows that uh, not only we do podcasting and, and do our radio shows, but there there's a lot of other elements that go on uh, when running KLB Entertainment, whether it's you know SNN. Uh, meetings, film meetings, production meetings, uh, corporate meetings, uh, associate meetings. So it's it's a lot of meetings that we do throughout the day. Um, and then just a little behind the scenes to a lot of people. If you guys don't know, um, 
James and, and Monica, as well as, you know, DJ Lupizi and, and Tyrus, all of our staff, they don't just focus on the radio show, even though the radio uh, stuff is very, very important to our business. There's a lot of other moving parts within KLP Entertainment as a whole. So um, the short end of that, guys, I'm sorry. I, I know everybody was asking for a podcast yesterday and I just I couldn't get to the studio, um, but we're here today right so very very excited for today we've got another exciting podcast we've got some good juiciness as well uh james it's good to hear your voice yet again i agree when we take time off i agree with you it does feel like a long time monica how we doing how you doing happy wednesday happy wednesday indeed to all of everybody that's tuned in and listening to uh, our radio show it's your girl, Monica Gray, as always, ready for another exciting podcast. We've got some things that we've got to discuss on our show, and I'm always going to say this, guys. Uh, I am very, very thankful uh, to all of our viewership so far. Everybody's been listening to our shows as of late. Uh, we've got a lot of things coming up in the works, up in the pipeline from the associate part of it if you guys don't know i do help kennedy runs the the kennedy lucas and associates part uh, of of our business so we've got a lot of things working and it's good it feels good to be back in studio because i have some things that i wanted to talk about some things i want to get off my chest and we are able to do that here on the show so good morning happy wednesday we're almost there towards the end of the week it's good to be back yeah, it's definitely good to be back in the studio to give y'all uh, another exciting uh, podcast as well, the Beyond Swinky Podcast Season 2, uh, with my nearest and dearest, like I did mention, of course, Monica and James, they're obviously, they're here, but we've got DJ Lupizi, he's here, Addison is here, Tyrus is here, uh, uh, who else is here, Arthur is here, and I see Beatrice, Beatrice, I see you over there in the corner. You're here. Everybody's here in the studio, Swinky Studios, to give y'all another exciting uh, podcast. Now, I'm excited because, you know, we were in the studio, uh, the editing room, the writing room, and the animation room. Uh, yes, we're <laughs> so we were going through some of our scripts uh, and we were filming some scenes for our latest upcoming thriller noir film 1943 uh if you guys haven't seen it on my instagram today or yesterday rather uh go check it out because yes the film is coming along smoothly uh it's a good one y'all now i'm not just harping that up because it's my movie it's a good one and i, I really hope when we get ready to have it out later on i i do hope that we get ready and i really do hope that you guys uh, take a gander and take a look because it is a good one. Now, speaking of what's not so good, of course, I have to talk about this. And this is my uh, part of the segment of the show because typically I like to find topics to talk about here on the show. That's very, very juicy. That's the point of our show, the Be On Swinky Podcast Season 2. We like to get a little bit juicy. Now, of course, as always... I found this story on The Breakfast Club. Obviously, I got to shout them out. Now, get this, Monica and James. Vermont's school basketball team refuses to play against trans athletes. Of course, Mid-Vermont Christian School Girls Team forfeit basketball tournament rather than face team 
with transgender uh, players. Now, get this. Now, here's the headlines. This is our front page news for the Beyond Swanky podcast. Uh, as I mentioned before, a Christian school in Vermont has decided to forfeit a basketball tournament due to a refer, uh, refusal to play against transgender athletes. Now, on February of uh, 21st of February, the Mid Vermont Christian Schools uh, girls basketball team was scheduled to play an all out of state tournament against Long Trail School. However, the MVCs closed the uh, chose to forfeit. Uh, the game due to transgender player on Long Trail's team. Now, this was uh, this was a quote. Uh, this was the M- uh, the MCVS. So that's the uh, uh, Christian Vermont School. They said we withdraw from the tournament because we believe playing against an op- uh, opponent with biological male uh, jeopardizations the fairness of the well, excuse me jeopardize the fairness of the game. And the safety of our players. Now, I don't know. This is a little. Uh, this is a little dicey, right? It's a little. It's a, it's a bit dicey with this. Honestly, here here's my take, James and Monica. I honestly think they should have played, right? I get it. They're a Christian school. We're not going polit- uh, politics and you know transgender into this show. But I got to say, this make the school look a little rough. I I believe that. I believe that they should have tried it so that way the attention's not on them. Now that the the attention's on them, right? Because now we're talking about it for sure. It's very interesting that they forfeit. And here's why, guys, here's why I think they they forfeit. Because the school is a Christian school, right? And when you go to a Christian school, they have certain type of values. Now, I know it's it's rough for me to say that on the show, but it is true. You know, a lot of people stick to their values. A lot of people stick to their their values of the school. Now, being that this is a Christian school, then transgender, LGBTQ, some would say in, in the Bible terms that, you know, those are sins, right? So... That's probably why they forfeit this match and not wanting to play against another team. Um, honestly, though, if they had a good chance to go to championships and win a championship, then I probably would have let them played. I know, I know, it's off because it's a value kind of thing, and people are you got to they got to stick to their values when it comes down to it because they've got people. Now, being that this is a Christian school, I don't know if this is a private school, but let's just say if it's a private school, you got certain parents who have certain beliefs. They're paying their hard on dollars for their kid to go to this Christian school, and that's how the Christian school gets paid. So that part, maybe I understand, right? But this caused them a, a way to be in the championships. Now, uh, this was a that was a quote that the head of the school, Vicky. Um, Fogg said in a statement obtained by The Guardian, of course, allow, allowing biological males to participate in a woman's sports, women's sports set a bad precedent for the for, uh, future of our, excuse me, future of women's sports in general. 
Uh, in the response to the forfeit, the Vermont Principals Association, a multi-school organization that sponsors various sports activities, told The Guardian. Of course, that's where the source is coming from, theguardian.com blog post, that, that is. Uh, that is, that is um, re, uh, and this is, this word's kicking my ass, uh, re, reiterates ooh, if i pronounce that right guys give me a thumbs up it supports of each student of course according to its policy on gender identity which supports transgender student athletes the vpa is committed to providing all students with the opportunity to participate in the vba activities in a matter of consistence with their gender identity yeah that's and that's why i made that statement where they should have just played now, I look, we're, we're not a show that, that speak on wokeness. I'm tired of the word woke. I'm tired of people talking about woke tendencies on their shows. I'm just so sick and tired of it. But I guess we kind of have to go there in this in this segment. Um, they should have played. They should have, right? It, it's a sticky situation when you have somebody that now identifies as a female with, with when they're transitioning. Um there's nothing wrong with that first of all i'm a strong strong ally to uh the lgbtq community as a whole in general so that's why i didn't have a problem with uh transgender uh athletes being a part of this now we have to accept and we're in this society i've been saying that for the very 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 long time we have succeeded. We have uh, exceeded in, in this society to where things like this is getting more accepted, right? Because you don't want to get canceled, right? There's some things that we've kind of become uh, sensitive to the cause, right? And, and it, yeah, we we become sensitive. We have so when the school drops out of a tournament because they don't want to play against now, if they identify as a woman, well, damn it, they're women right that's that's how they identify spiritually down on paper down on records they identify as a woman so they should have had the opportunity to uh play right uh i'm sure maybe this is speculation for me the transgender athletes that identify as women they probably are taking um they're probably taking uh less of uh testosterone a little bit more of hormones right so that part i don't know but it's very very interesting i think this was a sticky sticky situation of course now this was their their front page news now is our front page news as well um this is very very interesting this makes the school look look a certain way but i think a lot of people shouldn't harp on this school uh not too not too harshly Right, because they are a Christian school. <laughs> I mean, they they have to evaluate their values within their mantra of their their program, their organization. Right, they, they have to because they have people, their parents, the parents who take their kids to these schools. Let's just say, if this is a private school, you got all these parents investing in this private school let's just say it is right so they have to keep up that value because they have to keep up with the people that's investing to them to the school allowing teachers and, and athletes and all of this all the whole organization to run so it's very interesting 
The Vermont chapter of American Civil uh, Liberties Union has criticized MVC's decision to forfeit the tournament. I'm kind of criticizing them as well because because of today's society, right? That's just how it is. We when things like this go out in media, you can expect some backlash. And I think NVC's, you know, they're getting some some backlash for this. In a statement to The Guardian, the chapter executive director, James Lyle, said all trans students deserve the to attend schools where they feel safe uh, in their gender identity and expression. Oh, can you say, guys, James and Monica, can y'all say damage control? That's what he's trying to do, I feel. That includes equal opportunity to participate in athletics and access locker rooms, restrooms, and other facility consistent with their gender identity. Of course, now James Lyle has been working on, it sounds like he's working on damage control, right? Again, like I keep saying, you have to be careful in today's society. You can't make these kind of decisions and think you're not going to get backlash. Of course, NBC, they are taking some backlash. I, I pray for them. I really do because this is a, not a good time to be canceled. But that has what's going on. And it's very, very interesting. Honestly, where I take on this, you know, all people is all people. You, if you identify as a woman, if you if you are a trans uh, gender athlete, um, I think they should be more than welcome to play the sport. Honestly, that's just how I feel. I'm a strong ally to the community. Um, so yeah that's kind of me criticizing the school uh i don't know how it's going to look for the school when it comes to their athletic uh, department their athletic program it's going to be hard for them to come back um from that as well so uh that was our front page news comment below guys in our forum let me know what you guys think of this news outlet as well now coming up next here on the beyond swanky podcast season two we got our girl monica gray of course with the gray report and monica what are we talking about today wow kennedy i was just thinking about your your segment that is very very unfortunate um i just wanted to add my two cents on that topic because me and you both we are you know we are strong allies of the community so it's just it that to me that breaks my heart it really does because in today's society, and, and honestly, I shouldn't be so upset about it, but because that's today's society, that's just how people are. Uh, it breaks my heart. It really does. So um, I do hope that things get better for the community, um, but that's just that's just how it is nowadays. Now, turning a negative into a positive, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the Gray Report, and we're talking about this story that broke out today and I wanted to talk about it because I thought this was very very interesting so if you guys don't know you know when it comes to our radio shows our uh, talk shows we are based in Atlanta and we dabble big into hip-hop and this story broke out today Jay-Z Drake Kendrick Lamar are amongst the names fans have tossed up amid a debate on social media about the best sneak disses in hip-hop. Now, bloggers and podcast personnel, Nerd at the Cold Table, started a conversation on Thursday, March 16th, so that was last Thursday, asking via Twitter 
what are the best sneak diss lines in hip-hop history so we wanted to chime in on that vote we wanted to chime in on that conversation for our fan base because number one we thought it would be very very interesting now a slew of results came back guys and get this kennedy and james for everyone from hole to k dot to drizzy as well as little kim jack carlo and more has been mentioned and this was a quote uh, one user was quoting Kendrick Lamar's 2013, and I remember this one, 2013 BET Hip Hop Awards Cipher. Uh, this is this was a quote, uh, and I'm gonna quote it, guys. Don't hey, because I I know last episode I quoted who did I quote? I quoted uh, Killer Mike, Killer Mike, and Ti from their latest song. Uh, don't quote me, don't don't laugh at me, guys, because I I can't rap right. We had a lot of comments say Monica trying to rap and it's not working. I'm not trying to rap. But nothing being the same since they dropped control and tucked a sensitive rapper back in his pajama clothes. Uh, that was a diss, of course, saying that Kendrick cooked Drake. That was a, a user. And let's see if we can get that user now. That user was uh, uh, I don't care. If I pronounce it right, at I don't care, posted that on March 19th, uh, last couple days ago. There was there was another one here. I personally prefer this Drake response since he talked about more relevant stuff than you're sensitive. Another person wrote with a clip of Drake's verse on the the shit remix, where he seemingly gets a K gets at K dot now. Kendrick, there's another. This was this was conversation. Now these are conversations, guys, that people are having via Twitter. Uh, there's another uh, uh, another uh, post here. Some another user user posted this on Twitter. Kendrick's one of excuse me. Kendrick Kendrick's one was pretty direct uh, direct though was saying NWTS. So that's a point. But all the high I bulletproof was kind of corny. Uh, that was another twos, another uh, quote here. Another mention of Drake's verse in skate, uh, excuse me, stay scheming, where he got a comment amid their feud over Serena Williams. Uh, there's that there. These things are going out, guys. A lot of people are chatting up with this as well. Now Jay Z subtitle shots on wax, even once caused to be between Rockefeller and the locks in the early 2000s I actually do remember that beef guys I really do that beef was nasty it was I, I look I I'm not so big on like big people beefing right uh, we saw today not trying to get off topic guys but we saw today for via the breakfast club uh, there was a beef apparently there's a beef between SWV and Escape and then you had Candy and, and uh, one of the Braxton sisters, they were going at it so it's, it's sad to see see people beefing over silly stuff and a lot of people, we don't even know who be beefing over what we don't, it's that, we also saw Breakfast Club, you know, uh, Tyrese and Charlamagne the God, they're beefing, kind of like, I, I, I don't understand the beefing, I really don't, but Rockefeller and the Locks beef was horrible and I like both of them. 
according to Beanie Siegel, in the last segment of his conversation with Vlad TV, uh, Beanie Siegel Beans offered some insight on the origin of the beef between Rockefeller and the Lofts. The tension between uh, the two collectives made their beef one of the most memorable beefs of all time. I remember it. I was, I was, I was young, but I do remember that beef. With all of the lyrical jabs and disses that were hurtled back and forth for years, though, guys, there has been a speculation as to what caused the two factions to go to war with no clear story. However, there's a quote, guys. Uh, Beanie Siegel has given his side on how things went south between the crews. Now, according to the state property co-founder, the locks was firing subtitle shots at the Rockefeller team on a variety of tracks, but it all apparently began after Hove jumped into the remix of R. Kelly, ugh, ugh, R. Kelly's Fiesta, the original of which Jadakiss appeared on. There's more. Jay's <laughs> Jay's verse on the track had the locks feeling like he was uh, attacking Jadakiss on the low, and before long the war began. Beefs are everywhere. I think beefs are in, in like I quoted before. Beefs are horrible. I hate it when big artists, big rappers, hip hop legends start beefing. But you have to remember, beef started way back then. I think the the first beef that I know that we kind of know in our generation was uh, Ice Cube and uh, was it Ice Cube and and Easy E, right? So when uh, when N.W.A. broke up and Ice Cube started going their own way, and then Dr. Dre started going uh, their own way, and everybody started splitting up, and then you had uh, Easy E with um, Death for Records, and then Dr. Dre was a part of that at first, but then he broke up and started his own label. So it started way back then, and I maybe even started way before that. But being that we're kind of kind of young that's the only beef first beef that i know about um no but it's interesting comment below guys i think all of these guys are great but i'm not even gonna make that statement because all three of them are good jay-z kendrick and drake you know they're all good in their own ways i would love to see all three of them in a song together honestly but um comment below who has the best snake dieces in hip-hop between Jay-Z, Drake, or Kendrick Lamar. Uh, we want to hear your comments for sure. Definitely we want to hear from our, our fan base about uh, your favorite <laughs> beefs. I, I joke around that though. I remember when beefs used to be like... I remember beefs used to be real, but it used to be kind of planned too, right? When, when it was planned, then they they're able to use it as a marketing type of thing right who had the better raps who had the better beats who had the better everything right now that we're like i said at the beginning of the show we're very sensitive beefs become worse and then sometimes beefs do become overrated at it's kind of bullshit when it comes to some of these type of beefs and after that it's just kind of boring and it's like non-genuine beefs or it'd be beefs over stupid stuff right Nowadays, you see a lot of artists, they're rekindling their beefs and they're doing a lot of uh, different things and they're they're making up per se. So I don't know. It's, 
it's it's very interesting when it comes down to these beefs. Uh, speaking of what's interesting, James got an interesting topic, and we're talking about gaming and AR. Is that is that true, James? Yes, that's true indeed, Kennedy. Now check this out, everyone. New Ubisoft or Ubisoft, if you want to say that company, AI tool could help script writers create more immersive game worlds, ladies and gentlemen. We're doomed when it comes to the video game and film industry because AI, I don't know, AI is coming. It's coming for our jobs, whether we like it or not. I believe it is because it's coming. Now, an emergence, emerging advance in AI developed by Ubisoft's research and development team might revolutionize the way that game scripts are written now a tool has been in development in-house by ubisoft la forge aims uh to assist in script uh, script writers by creating ai generated dialogue of course ubisoft's new technology is set to further the immersion of game worlds by creating a realistic variance of npc speech now guys it's coming and I think it's going to revolutionize this. Now, I do think we have some years to go when it comes to these type of technologies, but it is coming, right? We we've got introduced to chat, uh, G, uh, what's that? Uh, chat CGT, uh, chats C, no, chat GPT. Ooh, didn't know the name of that at first. Uh, and its potential application could be a game changer uh with that and it has been a game changer with chat uh gpt and now they're adding this kind of software this technology into the gaming world for publishers and their studios and their partners with eight planned releases so far for the studios under ubisoft 2023 is set to be a landmark year for the publishers uh, assassin's creed mirage which i did hear my sources did tell me that that game is going to be extremely fun so we might check that out we'll we'll launch sometime in the later half of the year and its announcements came along the reveal of two additional titles from the franchise including one set in the fans longtime most wish list setting feudal japan long awaited free to play multiplayer shooter and the division heartland uh will also land on the same point of 2023 I'm excited for that because I did see the rumors of a potential th the third division type game is rumored to be titled the division heartland um, voicing the PVE and the PVEVP content and much more rule settings than his predecessor of course very very excited for that uh, I'm I'm excited to see about this kind of ghostwriting uh, software and like I say, and, 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 and as I joke about, you know, AI is coming for everybody, even though I'm not, I'm kind of joking about this, guys, but I'm kind of not. I'm very, very interested to see how this pans out for film, right? We're all writers. We all write for film. Uh, I've tried it with Jet GPT. I, I tried that software, guys. I kid you not. Now, 
As a writer, I like to think critically about my writing. But I played around with it and I said to that to that software, I said, hey, write me a script, a film script. I kid you not, guys. It started naming characters, writing down things like, like, whoa. Whoa. This is very, very interesting. It's cool, but kind of scary for us writers. Now, on March 21st, Ubisoft released an announcement uh, for uh, announcement video for the Ubisoft Ghost Rider is cutting edge AI tool for generating NBC barks and the one-off phrases and sounds uttering by the NPCs as players interact and pass them by. Uh, barks that have long been a responsibility of the studio scriptwriting team in the open world games with hundreds of unique NPCs. Uh, barks can balloon the size of the game script and now Ubisoft LA Forge's new technology plans to delegate that task to AI. Um, very, very interesting for that. Uh, this kind of reminds me of... And this was something that got rumored. Um, but it reminded me of a company using AI and voice recognition for voice actors. And it was a story because Troy Baker was behind that story. They used his voice, AI used his voice in voiceful recognition and just compressed his voice down so that way anybody could use his voice as a character in a video game. And he would just have to get paid. And it worked for him because the story was he was planning on getting paid royalties. Now, I'm not sure how lucrative that was um, because we haven't heard any new news about that one. But that's what this story kind of reminds me of where they're having AI when it comes to the land of video games. Now, the basic input dialogue will uh, still be written by the script writer, but Ghost Rider will take that initial dialogue and creating variation on its basis, uh, based on its moves and motivation, cutting down the repetitive tasks for the studio and tampering identical speech in his game for a more believable uh, world. So very, very interesting. We're going to stay close to this uh, enhanced technology. I think a lot of studios will build upon this. Like I say, it, I, as I joke, I think we got a couple of years before AI really kicks off, kind of. I mean, it kind of kicked off already, but we do have a while until they perfect this AI. We all learn back in, in our college days, especially in physics, I've learned that uh, technology is not 100% efficient. Whatever can go wrong will go wrong. So uh, the hint of that, you know, AI is not perfect, um, but guys, it's getting close. And it's getting kind of scary. So comment below, guys. Let us know what you think of that new AI technology for script writers in the gaming world. We want to hear from you. Definitely want to hear from our fan base when it comes down to it. Uh, that's interesting. AI in video games and in filmmaking. That scares me as a filmmaker. But, you know, we, we got to keep moving on, right? So definitely want to hear it. Now we have one thing, one exciting thing that is a part of the show. New segment, part of the show. 
And of course, we've got our producer over there, Tyrus Lester. He has our topic of conversation, our, our question. What's our part of the show question today, T? I got you, KOP. Now, part of the show of the Beyond's Wakey Podcast Season 2, the question that I propose to everyone here in the studio, primarily uh, for all three of you guys, you James, Monica, and you Kennedy as well. The question is, what's the last thing you bought online that you really, really love? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I know what Kennedy you're going to say. Y'all, and he's looking at me right now, ladies and gentlemen, but you know what I'm about to say. We all saw you roll up in your new whip. Did they? Don't act like we didn't catch that, Kennedy, but we did. So, yeah. Well, well, well shit, you, you, you caught me flexing, Monica. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, currently, yeah, so my, my new vehicle. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, it, it was okay. So it was time uh, to to upgrade to to a newer vehicle. I love that thing. As uh, soon as we done here in the studio, honestly, I'm taking it to the car wash and I'm going to go get it washed um, because it's been a week now and I haven't got it washed. Um, yeah, that got to be that's got to be one thing uh, for me that I really really love. Um, it's rare that I buy things online nowadays I, I feel like for me when i ever go shopping and to me that's kind of rare um i i do buy things for myself because I, I always say to a lot of people if you work hard for you know your things your your home the things you buy uh food my case my new car you know these things i, I really work hard for so when you work hard for something, you want to enjoy the fruits of your labor. But sometimes I, I'm the guy that likes to save money. I'm very cheap. Uh, if you if you guys don't know me by now, and I'm sure Monica have seen some things of mine too, I'm very cheap to the cost. So uh, it's rare that I go out and, and spend and splurge and, and spend money on things. Um, but I got to say, and typically, I mean, I shopped for it online, but I had to go to the you know, in stores and the dealership to, to really sign off and get it. Um, but I have to say lately it was that, um, my new vehicle for me, because it, I love that car. Uh, it's a 2020. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty snazzy for the most part. Um, but Monica caught me in the, in the bluff there. I was trying to keep it a secret. Thanks, Monica. Um, but I still love you. Um, but that's just really the, the only thing that I've seen, uh, online, I, I it's rare. Uh, for me, it's very very rare um, that I shop online. Um, that I really really love. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy on PlayStation uh, Online. <laughs> I guess that counts. I really love that video game. So, uh, you know, with all my game shopping, I go online. I just shop and buy online from the store. I don't I don't go to GameStop anymore uh, because they they try to jip you out of that i well, shout out to gamestop a little bit you know because i actually did ask uh my friend uh shaheem he had a new controller that was very very nice it was like a baby blue uh decal he said yeah i went to he said i went to gamestop and i said oh they didn't shove the 14 pro membership down your throat they didn't try to offer you no warranty 15,000 times before you can pay for your thing you actually went to the store and, and buy um 
but yeah it's rare it's very very rare that i i shop online for stuff i I, i'm the kind of person too if i do want to splurge i like to go to the actual physical store uh there's just something about going to an actual physical store um that you go to the store it's there you're paying for it on your card or whatever right there right there in person you're putting it in your car there's just something about going to an actual store and actually purchasing the item you want it just i don't know it feels it feels a little weird but good in in all of the same way if that makes sense guys um but besides that the latest thing now the latest i'll tell you guys the latest big thing i bought online would have to be my playstation um from best buy i you know they when you guys can go to that video and because we did an unboxing and whatnot but going to the actual physical store uh is great but the the big thing that i really really love that i bought online uh as of late besides my car uh is playstation playstation 5 for me Hmm. Do I really want to share what I be buying online? I guess I have to for the show. Alright. Ladies, y'all know. Us women, we, we like to shop in Fashion Nova. Right? So, the last thing that I bought online, besides going to Instacart, because sometimes I'm just a little lazy. Sometimes I just like to Instacart my groceries and I ain't got to go nowhere. But the last thing I bought online, Fashion Nova. Outfits for the mid-winter time. Because I told Kennedy the other night, hey, this was recent, okay? Ladies, we, we, we we ain't got no problem, but we like to shop. Right when you work hard and you need some new panties and some some new lingerie and some new uh, uh, jumpsuits for the winter, we go out and we buy that. Ladies, holla if you if you know what I'm saying. Um, but I was telling Kennedy the other night. I said I'm gonna go I'm gonna go shop a little bit on Fashion Nova because I need some more jumpsuits because it's getting cold. Now today we're supposed to be seeing some some warmer temperatures, and then by Friday we're supposed to be seeing by 80 degrees. We don't know. We'll wait and see on that. Um, but the latest thing that I bought was clothing from Fashion uh, Nova. I love them. It's a good brand, ladies. Y'all know what it is. That's to me the latest thing that I bought online. Um, I I agree with Kennedy. Sometimes I do like to go inside the store um, because it it is a feeling when you're when when you're the cashier is telling you your total and you say bam, swipe my card. You know you got it. Um, it's just I don't know. You feel powerful, and you know as a as a as a black woman, we often feel that you know oh, we don't have enough money or we just we feel very uh what's the word insecure about making a purchase but for me i like to go into the store bam here's my card i'm gonna pay for this now i did get judged one time i i went to target and i needed to pick up um i can't remember what else i guess i was picking up like some some household items like some new towels and some soap and i got a little bit of groceries and I had to pick up something else for a surprise for one of my homegirls. And the cashier 
looked at me kind of funny, like, oh, you got enough money to pay for all this? And I didn't, okay, I was looking crusty, right? You know, ladies, you guys know, we could, when we go to Target, we don't, we don't like to look all dolled up. We, we hang, we go in there for one thing, right? So I'll admit, I was looking to look crusty. Went in there and the cashier, she was like, hmm. She didn't say anything, but she, you know, like when you get a stare, you know you're getting judged. Like, can you afford all this? Like, I don't think you can afford all this. So I whipped out my card and she looked at it. She's like, oh, American Express. Oh, okay. Swipe my card and we got it done. So uh, P PSA to a lot of people, don't judge us because we got money and we just look like we don't got money. We got money. But anyway, uh, for me, that was the latest thing. Online every day for me. Uh, I am opposite from Monica and Kennedy. I love the idea of shopping right for my couch. And my girl, she knows you know, she knows to, to, okay. I get judged a lot when I uh, shop online from the computer or right from my couch because I don't want to go anywhere. And Maria knows that. She really does know that. For all you guys don't know, Maria's, uh, that's my, my girlfriend. But she knows that I hate, um, so I love getting dressed to go somewhere. If we're going somewhere like to dinner or an event, but if we're going out shopping, I'm the person that if I'm going shopping with her, I'm going there, I'm getting one thing, I'm getting right back out. Because I'm going in there for a specific thing. Now, Kennedy and Monica, y'all, uh, uh, Kennedy, let me know if Monica does this now. T, Tyrus, let me know if Shamaya does this. But me and Maria, when we go to the store, I'm going in there for one thing. I said, honey, I'm going here for one thing. Nope. We in there and we're in there for hours because she's looking at one thing. Oh, she's looking at another thing. Hey, she's looking. She's like, hey, James, can we pick this up? Hey, James, we've been wanting this. So let's go ahead and get it. So thank God we up, right? Because I would have been like, no, babe, we, we can't get, but we up, whatever, whatever she wants. Happy girl, happy world, right? But I like to go in there for one specific thing. Um, if I'm going out there to go into a physical store now, the question is, what do I buy? What did I buy latest online? I would have to say, now I had to order a new projector for my house, a projector for uh, one of the rooms we got in my house. Um, that had to been the last thing I've ordered. Love the projector too, because it was that a good deal? Amazon.com, not with not a sponsor, guys, but Amazon, they got deals right now. So uh went there, uh paid a good price for it, and it was good. It works really well for what we need it for, and it worked for the room um that we have in our house. So I don't know, it was very, very interesting. That was the last thing that I bought. Before that, uh, it would have had to have been Hogwarts Legacy because I remember Kennedy, you texted me and said, James, you need to pick this game up because it's really, really fun. So um, gaming-wise, Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy was the game that I, I bought 
uh, previously, but yes, I'm an, I'm an online guy. I, I like to shop online. I like to, I don't know, the anticipation too, when you order something online and you're tracking it. And see, I'm that kind of guy too. I'm tracking everything I order, like every second. It's weird. It's so weird. And when I track it, Maria always says, maybe it's not going to come until tomorrow. Like, calm down. But I'm always tracking it. So we're tracking it every second. And when it gets to your doorstep, it's just that that anticipation, knowing that you got something waiting on you. I, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird that we do that, but it's like that. But uh, the latest thing I bought was a projector. And I ain't gonna lie, James. Got for a lot of people don't don't know. I've been over James' house, and he showed me the projector. <laughs> it's pretty swanky. Made me want to get one. So comment below, guys. What was the latest thing that you purchased online? Definitely, uh, we've you know we've we <laughs> we living it up, right? Everybody's purchasing some things there online. So uh, just be careful, right? One thing I forgot to mention, just be careful what you buy online. Always use what I like to call a dummy card, uh, whether it's like a card that you don't really use that much, a cash app card, whatever, um, to make these online purchases. So that way there's no over withdrawals. There's no company overcharging you for stuff. I remember Instacart. We ain't going to go there, but we'll go there for a sec. You know, I, I when I had got COVID. 2021 i used my one of my personal cards just to get groceries and they overcharged me so uh, i always say to a lot of people be careful what you put what you put your card down on these sites you just got to be real real careful so that's going to wrap it up here on our show here today hopefully you guys enjoyed this one as much as we did ladies and gentlemen please be sure to like comment and subscribe to our youtube channel if you're watching the video version at klp entertainment don't forget to hit that bell notification so that way you guys get notified when we go live and if you're watching this on all of our audio platforms we're talking spotify for podcasters spotify our heart radio apple podcast stitcher audacity tune in radio and so much more Thank you, guys. We really appreciate you guys listening to us on this wonderful Wednesday podcast. Stay tuned. Later on this week, we'll be right back right here at Swinky Studios to give you guys another exciting podcast for that for sure. Until then, from our entire cast and crew here on the Beyond Swinky podcast season two, I've been your main host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Stay safe. Stay swanky. Peace. You are now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show. Our stories from our studio to your ear. It's the Beyond Swanky podcast. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 radio station. The Heat 94.6 radio station.